Actually Authentic. This is Maria. And this is Liv. And we're super excited to talk to you guys today. Yeah, we're going to be talking about food. So just a trigger warning for today's episode, we're going to be talking about food and how to have a positive relationship with food. We know this can be a triggering topic for some. So we're just putting a warning out. So if this is an uncomfortable topic, um, stop listening for your mental health. <laughs> yes, yeah. And no shame in that too, because I know most of us have struggled with food, or at least I have, maybe not everyone, but I've definitely struggled with food in the past. And that's why I feel I like food is a very like out there topic these days. I don't know. I feel like growing up, as a kid, maybe it's just because you're a kid, but you just don't really think about like, I don't know, food or nutrition. I don't know. Things are just kind of handed to you. But as we've grown into adults, I feel like, especially with social media, it's a very common topic. Yeah. Right now, the fad is like healthy foods or clean eating. That's just what's in right now is what I've noticed. Or like, I don't know. It's like really organic, gluten-free, yeah. like figuring out if you're intolerant to things, which is all good. But I do feel like some people take allergies and like, oh, like some people can't eat refined sugars or stuff with gluten in it because it is an allergy and it affects their gut health. But that's not the case for everybody. But some people I think take that as, oh, well, if I'm eating gluten or if I'm always eating sugar or always eating this or always eating grains or potatoes, then I'm not healthy. And so then they like cut those things out completely from their diet. But in reality, it's like, yeah, well, like sugars, you do need a balance, but like starches and, you know, rice and grains and beans and those things aren't like bad for your body. It's more about like, how it's processed or how it's prepared um that makes it unhealthy <laughs> like like potatoes french fries like from a fast food restaurant are not going to be as good as you for you um as if you were to prepare french fries from home and like put them in an air fryer or fry them you know yeah. in the oven or bake them so like there's it's all about forms but i do feel like sometimes like thing people are very aware and very open about their diet or just their maybe way of eating and sometimes that gets people yeah and one thing I do want to say as another kind of disclaimer for this episode is we're not nutritionists I have taken classes in nutrition and I've spoken to nutritionists but I'm not one so everything I say isn't fact per se it is still my opinion just like what we're saying, everything, everywhere is people's opinions, but this is just our two cents on the topic. Yeah, just personal experience. Definitely don't take it, as, you, as we'll talk about, don't take, you know, our advice as gospel or anything. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually found it kind of harmful, all of this talk about food, because it's kind of like the idea of body image to me, because mm -hmm. food and all these healthy practices or quote unquote healthy practices are everywhere I see, like everywhere I look, I mean, I see them and <laughs> kind of harmful to me in the same way that seeing a super thin model is harmful to a girl's body image, kind of like what we talked about. 
And I don't know why, I just think it's because that's all we hear about and how healthy food is the best food and these are the healthy foods. And it kind of paints the rest of food as a bad thing. And I think that's something that is easy to happen naturally when we always see this, but that's something that I'm trying to break in my life is seeing even French fries, it's not a bad food. Like French fries still give you nutrients in some way and form. Of course, you wouldn't want to eat those every day because they might make you feel sick with all the oils or things like that. But there's definitely pros to eating in general. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I think that, like you said, like a lot of times eating is connected to body image. And my my view on food is it's all about balance with nutrition, with unhealthy, healthy foods. It's It, it should never be, you know, to completely to the right or completely to the left, just because I don't think that's sustainable. Um, and I don't think that we need to specifically deprive our body of different kinds of foods. I think that a lot of the times we forget that our body is, you know, our house, it's our living organism and it needs to be fueled when one way or another, like it needs food no matter what it is, really, it, it needs something to be able to operate correctly. And so a lot of the times with fads and diet culture, and, you know, the workout culture, fitness culture, um, a lot of the times, I feel like food is taken as directly, like we said, like body image. And it makes it so oriented to image that you you are more paranoid about what you're putting in your body all the time. And it, it affects the way you eat and it's really not healthy, really. Like when it comes down to it again, your body needs fuel. Like say that to yourself, your body needs fuel. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a freaking bowl of ice cream or if it's a salad, like your body needs fuel Yeah, and you eating is not a punishment towards your body. Yeah, that's so funny that you brought up ice cream because I actually, as a side effect of COVID, some of you may know, some of you may not, I lost my taste and smell back in December and it still isn't back to normal. And some days food tastes so bad because like for some reason, every day is different. Like some days certain flavors taste horrible and just like, I can't eat because of it. So a few days ago, I pretty much all I was craving was ice cream, which I mean, normally I, I'm lactose intolerant, so I don't eat ice cream very often, but I have these dairy pills that I can take, but I was finding so much joy in eating the ice cream because it was the only thing I could eat. And I like hadn't eaten that whole day just because every piece of food like sounded so disgusting and just tasted so bad and I don't know you don't really understand it until it happens to you but it's just so frustrating when you can't eat and whatever it is like even if it's ice cream it's a great fuel because it's better than nothing so that's that's really funny that you brought up ice right cream. but yeah well it kind of reminds me of like as a kid, like when you have like a st- the stomach flu and like you're like pukey, you know, and you're like, this sucks and you just want to eat, but like you can't. So I feel like the COVID symptoms of like what you're going through is like that on steroids, but you're not necessarily feeling sick, but like 
your body just you don't you don't have that craving because you don't have those taste buds so yeah but like it's definitely like I think it's all about being mindful you know what I mean (laughs) throughout your day (laughs) exactly exactly being mindful has really helped me because going through this like I said my taste has continually been changing Um, so I've actually experienced a bunch of conditions like one of them is called hypogeosia and that's when you can taste like the sweet sour salty and things like that and I had that for a while and then it went to what they call agiosia which is where you can't detect any tastes at all and I forget the last one is called but it's when everything tastes horrible so dealing with those mentally is super hard and you really have to be mindful like of taking care of your body despite of if it's quote-unquote healthy to whatever the influencers say or the girl on your Instagram who claims she's knows everything about eating perfect all the time but I promise you these people that you see on Instagram whether they are you know really doing their job and putting out that they're not always perfect or not probably have a slice of pizza on their plate you know once a week (laughs) or they've had a long freaking day at work they do not feel like cooking so they're gonna go pick up you know a burger or I don't know a sandwich from someplace or I don't know it's it again it's all about balance and I just I think that there's a lot of pressure to have this image of oh I'm a healthy eater and don't get me wrong like I love like when I when I'm on my groove and when I feel my best is when I have that balance where I you know I eat healthy because it makes me feel good it's not about like really looks or anything but it's about the way that you know it fuels my body and how I feel and have more energy so when I do integrate at least a couple meals a day that are more clean than not, it really does help. And, you know, a hundred percent, like me and Brandon have been getting settled and we've been eating out a ton, but, um, the, especially the first couple of weeks, but, you know, I went to the grocery store and I made, you know, healthy options for at least two meals out of my day. And it's helped a lot. And I am like on my feet a lot for this job. So I am moving a, a ton. Um, so it's also been important for me to like remember to eat during the day because I don't know I, when I'm I'm a busy body so when I do get busy I kind of like put off eating I'm, I'm not much of a breakfast person which I'm kind of trying to work on so I'll go like sometimes an eight hour shift like if I if I had a choice not to take a lunch I want to take it just because that's like my energy of go 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 and not because I don't want to eat but because I just it's not my like first thought so I think that being mindful with how you're eating, but also when you're eating and how much you're eating throughout the day and not necessarily like calories or macros or anything like that, but making sure you're sitting down during the day at least three times and eating something is really important. Yeah, I think all of the specifics of what we do in our own eating schedules and what makes us feel good is all personal because I know some people that love keto. I know some people that love the fasting where you fast for a few hours and then only eat during a certain window. And then I know my nutritionist when I was talking to her, she firmly believes in eating every three to four hours of the day and making sure you have your three meals and snacks. So it really all depends on your body and how you feel. And I think a good point to start, or if you don't know where you're at with food, is to try to figure out and understand your relationship with food by asking yourself, 
a few questions like, do you feel guilty eating certain foods or do you try to avoid or restrict foods that are quote unquote bad? Do you rely on like calorie counters or apps? Do you ever like ignore your natural food, hunger cues, or have you had a history of yo-yo dieting? I don't know, just things like that. Like ask yourself, because I know it's really hard since we are all surrounded with the idea of eating clean, eating healthy all the time. You really have to ask yourself those questions to really figure out if you have a healthy relationship with food or not, because I thought for a while that I did. And then the more I thought about it, I realized I actually didn't. And if you don't know if you do or do not have a healthy relationship, you aren't able to fix it. So that's what I recommend many people to do if you're not sure what your relationship is with food, just ask yourself those important questions. And it may be kind of hard or confusing (laughs) to know your answer, but it definitely will help you in the long run. And I think even like reaching out to other people that you feel like would be comfortable to share and it wouldn't be a trigger for them asking like how they view food. So you can kind of compare like, okay, like, you know, like somebody you definitely feel that has a healthy relationship and kind of like pick their brain a little bit and be like, okay, like, so like, you know, are you constantly thinking about food? And I would say that's probably, in my opinion, one of the first signs that you probably are struggling with your relationship with food is if you're constantly thinking about what you're going to eat, you know, what you don't want, what you can't eat or what you feel bad, what you want to eat, but you're going to feel bad if you eat it. Or like if your if your thoughts are constantly evolving around, you know, the object of food, then that's definitely a start, a place to start where you probably need to reevaluate and kind of um, step back and kind of almost figure out, okay, these questions I'm asking myself, where are they coming from and what is the core? Because then you can kind of dig deeper and kind of figure out where you need to improve so that you make sure that, you know, you view food in a healthy light. Yeah, exactly. And even another way to kind of see it is if you're proud of yourself for skipping a meal. Like I know sometimes when I had a worse relationship with food, I was a little bit proud when I hadn't eaten and it was like one o'clock. I was like, oh, I'm doing pretty good, but that's not actually that great. (laughs) Or like when you're like, oh, I only had two minutes. (laughs) That's good. I'm going to lose some weight. Like that's not a good thought process or at least for me, it wasn't the way I was thinking about it. But yeah, just pay attention to the way you're thinking about food. It will really help you. And yeah, and I think it's, yeah, <laughs> you can go on live. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important. No, no, it's good. You're, you're good. I don't, I'm, I'm excited about this topic because I'm very passionate, but I think that going, if like your first step is to kind of evaluate your thoughts I think once you kind of, if you're having and you recognize that you're having negative thoughts or comments, kind of like what Maria said was unhealthy for her, then you need to like, it's okay to accept those and not feel bad for having those. Don't have like that guilt, but it's all about kind of, you know, showing up for them and kind of being like, okay, like I had that thought, but I'm not going to let that dictate my day. And I'm not going to let that, you know, stop me from eating X, Y, or Z. Because it can, it can get very dark and there's a lot of people that really struggle. And honestly, like food illnesses are, I believe are one of the most ill and 
and rough for people. And I think that they take a lot more lives than what we are aware of. And I think that it should be talked more about because I do feel like sometimes not eating and, you know, food illnesses, um, do, you know, some people like in their minds, they're like, oh, they glorify it almost. And it's getting less like that. But I think it's so important, you know, to, to make sure that you're definitely your thoughts aren't leading towards something more severe. And if you do definitely get the help you need, or and reach out to somebody that you're comfortable with, so you can, you know, know the next steps to take. Cause I do think that, you know, we've all, all been there. Maybe we all haven't, but you know, there, there, there's some people that really do struggle with food every single day. And there's, I know plenty of people, um, that I follow like on Instagram that are actually like recovery from like anorexia or, you know, bulimia, and they're very open, which I'm very grateful for, but you know, they say, don't glorify it. Like definitely own your thoughts and get the help you need. So if you feel like you're going down a dark path with food, basically I'm saying, just don't be afraid to reach out because it's definitely not a thing to be guilty about. We've, you know, yeah. we've all struggled. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of specialists to help you out there too. Like there's people educated in this to specifically help you because there are people with this issue. And I feel like to some way or another, we all have a little bit of an issue with food and until we figure out how to fix it. At least that's been my experience, but I feel like my journey started on having a good relationship with food when I gave myself permission to eat whatever I wanted and I took away that kind of framework of the things that you can eat and can't eat um and what I mean by this is sometimes people say you can't eat fast food you can't eat too many carbs you can't eat all this can't eat candy but I've learned for me that isn't really a good way to go about life because you can't restrict yourself forever. And when in the past, when I've tried super restrictive dieting or food plans that it only lasted a few days, I will start with that. And then the day that I did, let's say mess up, (laughs) it, it didn't end up well. And I just ended up eating a bunch of fast food that day. And then from then on out, I was like, I'm done with this. Whereas when I, as of now, when I'm just trying to eat more balanced, like Liv was saying earlier, and think about what I'm craving and what my body needs. I'm just enjoying what I want. I don't overeat as much and I'm not feeling deprived either. So some days I'll choose a salad just because I'm craving it. It doesn't seem like a chore to choose a salad. And then I'm enjoying my food as well because I'm loving everything I'm eating because that's what I'm actually craving at the time. Right. And I think that I was going to say, like, depriving yourself is, I think, a huge thing that people do or glorify um, sometimes. And so I think it's important to listen to your body because it knows what it wants. Um, So like you might, you know, be craving something salty or whether that's healthy or not, like just give your body what it's craving. And, you know, and there's nothing wrong with having like goals of wanting to eat, um, like eat more clean. But I think, again, it's about the balance and it's about not changing your whole plate 
you know, all at once, because then you're not going to enjoy it. So I think it's a, a lot of it is about integrating that maybe more clean eating that you have a desire to do not because you are punishing yourself and you want to be thinner or, you know, you want to bulk or this or that, like related to body image, but making sure that it's because you want to fuel your body in a healthy in a healthy way, because you're, you're thanking your body. It's a gift to your body rather than, you know, a more like disciplinary or you're like, Oh, you know, Oh, I have to do this because I did this today or like yesterday I had a cookie. So therefore I need to eat a salad for lunch. Like, and I've, you know, I, I've definitely had my struggles. I've always been like a small petite person and, you know, I do enjoy myself at, you know, a smaller weight. Um, but sometimes, you know, that's why a lot of times I don't weigh actually weigh myself because, you know, when it came to food and my weight and how I looked, it became very unhealthy for me. And, you know, I started feeling guilty for, you know, craving the unhealthy stuff. So, you know, it's about stepping back and, you know, again, owning those thoughts and realizing that, you know, realizing your boundaries and what's healthy for you, because some people can step on a scale every day and it doesn't mess with their mental health or their relationship with food, but some people it does. So like, you know, I've, I've gotten to the point where, yeah, I can weigh myself like once a month and that's like, Oh, great. Like whatever. Like, I don't really care. And it's more to, you know, it's more related to like my workout goals, but I'm not doing it because I'm have a goal of depriving myself so that I'm X weight. Yeah. I, so, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. And kind of going along those lines, when you start giving yourself permission to eat whatever you want and not having those harsh restrictions, you're also, there's another um, awesome thing that happens is that you begin actually feeding your body when it's hungry. Because I know sometimes in the past, I've, like you said, maybe I had lunch and had an extra dessert with lunch that I felt bad about, which I shouldn't have done, but I felt bad about eating that lunch. And then later for dinner, if I was hungry and it was only like an hour and a half later, I might've told myself, well, I had that cookie, I'm going to eat less or I'm going to wait until I eat, which isn't really good. You should always feed yourself when you're hungry. That's another important tip that some of my nutritionists that I've talked to have told me is if you're feeling hungry, fuel your body because that's it telling you that you need more fuel, especially if you're working out a lot. I also did that too, where I started working out a lot at the same time as I started eating a little less and quote unquote more clean. But then I don't think I was eating enough because I was restricting my body too much. Yeah. And I think that, I think that sometimes with like calorie deficits or eating less, like some people think that it's like, Oh, good for your body, or it'll make you lose weight. A lot of times it does exactly the opposite. Your body actually wants to hold on to stuff because it's, it's in survival mode. So it wants food. You need food. <laughs> definitely like eat, don't like, and I think, you know, for me, what's, he what's healthy for me is intuitively eating. I don't count calories. I don't, I don't really like I don't know. There's all these programs on Instagram that like, oh, join this workout program. And then you get this little package where everything is proportioned for you. So you can have the correct portion size and, you know, portion size to an extent is, you know, good. You don't want to be like making yourself sick because you're overeating, 
But I also don't think that I think you know what your body needs and your mind and body are one. And if you listen to yourself, you'll know like how much how much you need of X, Y, or Z. So I just intuitively eat. I go day by day. And sometimes when I'm really, really like on like my schedule and stuff, you know, I'll have, you know, at the grocery store, I'll kind of like mindfully email prep about what I want that week. But there's days where I intend, oh, I was going to make this for dinner. But instead, we decided to go out with friends instead. Like, that's totally fine. So I think that food should be freeing. And it should not be, you know, food should not be a cage. And it should not be something that has all these rules or limitations. So I mean, unless obviously like you do, there are people that have allergies and, you know, certain directions from doctors and stuff like that, but fruit, food should be freeing. Yeah, I totally agree with all of the things you just said. I definitely believe in mindful eating. That's what's really helped me. And I feel like that goes along with eating when you're hungry and giving yourself permission because that is mindful eating. It takes all of these steps together and it, it just allows you to enjoy eating and enjoy being happy with your life. I don't know. It's just brought the stress of food off of me. Like I used to follow, like I would count my calories every day with every single item I ate. And I had the calories set way too low. And then I would be hungry at the end of the day. And it just wasn't good for me. And like what you were saying, a lot of people don't know that if you undereat by a lot, your body's going to hold on to fat and you'll never get to what your goal is. Because a lot of people, I think their goal is like a healthy, just feeling best for their body, like a healthy weight that is best for them. But if you're not eating and starving yourself, you're not going to get to that healthy weight that you're actually wanting. You'll get there by what we're saying, being happy with your choices and living a lifestyle that is easy to do every day that doesn't feel like a chore and mindfully eating, you know, like enjoying each bite, enjoying going out with friends, like you were saying, and getting dinner together and things like that. And food can have a lot to do with like culture and happiness. And I don't know, like, I don't know, like dinner table at Thanksgiving, like that's a happy moment for me. Like, I don't know, like, I feel like food causes, you know, people you love to gather and it creates a lot of positive memories. And, you know, we're ultimately on this earth to like live our life. We're not meant to live on this earth to count calories or constantly be looking at our weight. There's a lot more to life. And I think that when we're able to gauge a healthy relationship with food and, and get the mindset or the help that we need so that we have that healthy relationship, we are able to truly live like our best life and live to the fullest. Exactly. Yeah, I've felt so much happier with myself as I've kind of, it's funny because when you're so hyper focused on your body weight and what you're eating, it's you're kind of being, at least I found it, I was being a little selfish just by thinking about how I look and what I want is that, and like I started from the stress of all of that focus on myself and being so hard on myself, I began like taking stress out on the people around me and I wasn't as happy. And it just doesn't help anyone when you're so hyper-focused on one thing about yourself. So I totally agree. Being happy with where you're at and enjoying food without overthinking things and thinking about, am I this way or is food making me this way? It just makes you so much happier if you can just 
be free, relax, and just enjoy what we have in like our friendships and with food and being able to combine those together to make great experiences like Thanksgiving and meals with friends out at dinner. Like those are my favorite times or when Dallin and I go out for dinner. And also I will say it's okay to indulge every once in a while. If you have a favorite snack that you know you love and you want to eat that whole bag, not every night, but every once in a while, and it doesn't make you feel sick, then indulge. Girl, you do you. Like, (laughs) I enjoy that. There's nothing wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you ever need an explanation for why you're eating the food you're eating. Like, I know in the past, I'd be like, I had a bad day, so I need to eat these cookies or something. But you can eat cookies whenever you want, or you don't have to be wanting to eat clean to eat a salad. You can just be craving a salad, (laughs) you know? It doesn't need to be a special occasion, whether it's a it's a anniversary or whether you're like, oh, new milestone. I'm gonna clean up my I'm I'm gonna clean up my way of eating. I don't know. It's all about balance and just mindset, making sure that the choices you are making, whether it's eating junk food or eating, you know, that you know, eating that cleaner meal that day, it's because you're fueling your body and you're giving it thanks and not because you're trying to punish yourself. So either way. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that was our kind of quick overview of healthy relationship with food, because there's so much more you could say about food. But like I said, we're not nutritionists. And we just wanted to touch the surface with today's episode and kind of get an understanding about relationships with food, because I feel like sometimes it isn't talked about And I know a lot more, at least it is a lot more now than it was in the past, but I think we still could talk about it a little more as Lip was saying at the very beginning, because there's a lot of people who maybe don't know that they have a bad relationship with food or that are struggling with it, but don't want to tell anybody. So I really hope that this episode helped you a little bit understand your relationship with food and how you can improve your relationship to have an even happier life. Yeah, and you are worthy of, you know, every pastry in the world. So (laughs) you, you know, you are worthy of anything you want in your life. So definitely, I hope, like Maria said, that this episode, you know, helps you get where you need to be if you are struggling, like it's totally okay. We've, I mean, I've been there, Maria's been there. Like, I do think as women, we've all had a moment (laughs) like this, so definitely don't feel bad and just you know knowledge is power and definitely if you need help get the help you need and there's no shame and you know improving your relationship and coming to terms with where your relationship at is at with food but you know food is a celebration and you know your body needs it and it should be a happy thing and I hope that if that's not where you at that eventually you know you can do the work you need to do to get there because it's a lot happier of a place than, you know, punishing yourself with food, so. Exactly, well, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you wanna hear more about our relationships with food in detail, we could do an episode about that or our specific journeys. Cause I know we just talked really vaguely today, but if anyone wants any of that Mm -hmm. information, we could totally do another podcast about it. Yes, 
honey, if you want us to dig deep, we definitely can. <laughs> so definitely like let us know on our Instagram. Um, definitely follow us at, at actually underscore authentic on Instagram. That's where you'll get updates and where you can kind of communicate directly to us. So if you're not following us, then do. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for listening in. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.